1: and now, you found it. This is Truth About Trucking Live on Blog Talk Radio, the largest radio social network in the world, with your host, Alan Smith, a veteran of OTR trucking, business entrepreneur, and the most recognized name for assisting CDL students and new graduates. It's time to shut down that big ring, sit back, and come join the conversation. Truth About Trucking, live, begins right now.
2: And welcome back to the show, everyone. Today is uh, Thursday, April 4th, 2013, and we are live at this very moment coming from the Sunshine State. And glad you could tune in wherever you may be. And tonight we're back having our open forum discussion here on Truth About Trucking Live, and it's really going to be open because I have not prepared anything for the show this evening. Just couldn't get couldn't get the time to do it. We jumped on here about four minutes before it was start, but that's what the uh, trucking open forum is all about, uh, where you decide what we talk about, and we'll just see where the show takes us. Our call in number three four seven. Eight two six nine one seven zero, and I see the listeners already jumping on the line. There, appreciate it. And Donna, did I you make it on time? No, I think you're on mute. You're right. I'm, I'm mute. <laughs> you always do that every show. I know every show. I have to tell you, oh, you're on the mute button. <laughs> well, you know,
3: I I don't like um, the background noise if you know the, the dogs are barking next door or something like that, but. I know I just do it every time. But yeah. Um I'm all ready. Instead of jumping on at the last minute, I've got the chat room open and I'm not fumbling around and uh it's going to be a great show. Uh hope uh Rivenberg called in tonight called today with some really great uh exciting news. So uh we're looking forward uh to hearing her tonight and uh there's just a lot of a lot of good stuff uh that people are supposed to be calling in tonight about.
2: Yeah, we'll just uh, see where it goes, see where it takes us. And like I said, that's what the uh, Trucking Open Forum is all about. So we'll just see how long we roll along here, and we'll get started uh, right after the short message. Be right back.
1: You're listening to Truth About Trucking live on Blog Talk Radio. Alan Smith will be right back.
2: Hey everybody, Alan Smith here with Truth About Trucking Live on Blog Talk Radio. Have you been driving a big rig for a while now and considering starting your own business as an owner-operator? Well, Lone Mountain Truck Leasing offers the best lease purchase plan in the industry. With a small down payment and monthly payments around $1,000 or less, you make the monthly payment and when the final payment is made, they hand over the title. It really is that simple. There is no big balloon payment at the end, and secondly, the truck is yours, not a lease plan under one truck and company. So if becoming an owner-operator is your goal, do it the right way. Do it the best way. Contact Lone Mountain Truck Leasing on the web at LoneMountainTruck.com or give them a call toll-free at 866-512-5685. That's LoneMountainTruck.com. And be sure to tell them that you heard about them on Truth About Trucking Live. Hey, thanks again for listening to Truth About Trucking Live, and I want to tell you about XRS Corporation and how they're leading the way for the industry's mobile technology. XRS puts the power to improve every aspect of trucking in the hands of the ones who matter the most, the drivers. Named to honor the natural evolution of Zada, their previous name, and Road Science, their ongoing business focus, XRS is a company and a breakthrough mobile technology platform dedicated to alleviating the increasing demands on drivers Drivers, owner operators, and fleet managers. XRS is leading the trucking industry's migration to mobile devices for collecting and analyzing compliance and management data. Through XRS, fleet managers, owners, and drivers can collect, sort, view, and analyze data to help lower cost, increase safety, attain compliance with governmental regulations, and improve customer satisfaction all through their mobile devices. Their simple plug-and-play solution eliminates costly equipment purchases, installation, and training by delivering intuitive cloud-based technology built directly through all major wireless carriers to virtually any mobile device. For more information, visit them at xrscorp.com. And you can also find them on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. XRS Corporation, dedicated to making the life of the driver easier. Learn more about their breakthrough mobile technology platform. Check them out at xrscorp.com.
1: This is Truth About Trucking Live with Alan Smith. To be a part of the program, call in now at 347-826-9170. Skype users can call in by clicking on the Skype button on our show page. To be a sponsor of the show, email Donna at info at truthabouttrucking.com. Now, back to the show.
2: All right, back again trucking open forum tonight you know Donna just thinking about um, uh Lone Mountain XRS you know the sponsors of our show here now you were at Matt's and you you got to run into both of them over there didn't you
3: well I uh, I ran into the Lone Mountain truck that had was in the uh, Papa John's parking lot <clears throat> and Trucker Charity had driven it there and it, it was uh, the background of the stage for the silent auction they were having uh so it was it was really a beautiful sight um I think I took pictures or I know I took pictures and posted them up on Facebook and Twitter of the truck uh so they weren't physically there this year, but their truck was there um I did get to um speak uh quite extensively with the folks over at x r s um they're just they're really wonderful people uh looking to find ways to make all this mobile technology easier and beneficial for drivers. Um, there's a lot of new uh, rulemaking coming, laws coming up, and they're trying to make these uh, regulations and mandates uh, work for drivers and not against them. So we, they had a wonderful evening. Um, they we went out to dinner over at Churchill Downs, and uh, had about a 2 2 hour discussion on how their mobile technology will benefit drivers. Um, it was it was really quite an experience. So I can't say enough about the people at XRS. Uh, they're just really wonderful. And I was a little disappointed I didn't get to see Joe and Tom from Lone Mountain, but we did get to speak a little before the uh, before mats. And they weren't really sure they were going to be there. And sure enough, they weren't. But the truck was there, and it looked really nice.
2: Well, and yeah, and that uh, like that. Driver hearing meeting that XRS had. You went to that too, then, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Did they have a good turnout? Or uh,
3: yeah, it was. Um, I can't remember how many people showed up, but um, there was a lot of input from drivers. Things they were concerned about, uh, especially um, when speaking about the EOBR mandate and uh, how how things can be used against drivers and the problems they have. Uh, with e o b r s and, and what could be done to improve the technology um to alleviate those kinds of uh situations so they are one hundred percent um four drivers uh in this whole deal, and we're you know we're just really happy to have them on board with us
2: well, you know it seems like we've been talking before, and you know it's kind of been kind of quiet on Facebook, but I think that's just a way. Uh, Facebook is now set up they've changed so much stuff which I uh, you know I don't really like how they've changed everything but but overall there's still quite a bit of news going on out there in the world of trucking so uh, more than you think realize and um so I mean you you did a survey not too long ago about what was the top uh, top issues for drivers and number 1 was if I remember right was uh, driver pay and number 2 was truck parking
3: Uh, yeah exactly um those seem to really take over our survey um and both of those topics by the way you know will be at the convention and we are going to be speaking a little bit more in the show like i said um i spoke to uh t.j Graf of go truck stop um and uh hope rivenberg and matter of fact um you actually wrote an article on the Examiner. Um, when was that? Yesterday? Yesterday's article.
2: Yesterday, I believe. Yeah.
3: And I don't know. Maybe you want to just share that. I think TJ's on the line. Um, I know he was gonna. He was gonna uh, call in tonight.
2: Yeah, we have. Uh, well, I've got some familiar numbers up there. I got quite a few lines uh, full here. I don't. Nobody's hand is up, so I'm not for sure if they're wanting to speak or not, but. Um uh, I mean, I can take a, I can take a jab at the uh, area codes because some of them look familiar. But uh, <clears throat> a lot of, most most of the lines are full, so I'm having to scroll down here. But uh, you know, if they don't have their hand up, uh, I'm not sure if they really want to come on air. But we'll take a jab of it. But this uh, the article I wrote up was um, really odd too because it was the only one reported on it. But it had to do with uh, you know that recent decision by the um, uh, Department of Labor judge and goes right back to uh, what we've talked about before in the past. Um, and I think this thing had been going on for quite a long, but um, I mean, it was, uh, it had to do with, I mean, they filed under the, um, see, this is when I should prep for the show. Uh, I think it was Section 405 of the Service Transportation Assistance Act, which uh, prohibits motor carrier from retaliating against drivers uh, who refuse to drive, uh, you know, the vehicle if it has, like, any kind of safety regulation, you know. And in, in this case, um, the driver, uh, Mr. Graff, refused to drive because it had an oil leak and an air leak. So, anyway, it's been, uh, been in the courts for a while, but uh, April 1st, I believe, yeah, April 1st, uh the judge ruled in favor of the driver and um made a pretty strong uh comment that the company's actions rose to the level of reckless or callous disregard for for the driver's rights so it was um yeah pretty big deal well oh, oh now I, now <laughs> well see now i get blabbing and now the hands start popping up So uh, in fact, I think this uh, I think this is uh, instead of me telling the story, I think Mr. Graff is on the air. So uh,
3: just want to mention that um, the the lawyer who took care of that case was um, Paul Taylor of Truckers Justice Center, and as everyone knows, Paul uh, was a speaker at uh, our convention uh, both in 2011 and 2012. Uh, educating drivers about this specific um ab- among other things uh but this section 405 of the surface transportation assistance act so uh congratulations uh paul uh on another victory um uh, standing up for drivers
2: yeah we'll get more into it with uh with the driver himself and uh i see uh hope is has uh, jumped in there now and We'll get, and we'll just kind of open up the lines as we go and let everybody just kind of talk and go. But TJ, I think that's you on the line. Uh, welcome, uh, welcome to the show. Been a while.
4: Thank you, Alan. It's great to talk to you again.
2: Well, instead of me sitting here telling the story and everything, um, I had a feeling that was you. But you know, if that hand isn't up, I don't want to drag people on it. They don't want to be on here. But uh, I did get that correct. I mean, you. Uh, this just goes back to a driver. Um, you know, utilizing their rights under the act, and uh, it's just something that is becoming, uh, you know, drivers are becoming more aware of it, just like in your case. And uh, I guess on April 1st, the judge ruled in your favor, huh?
4: Yes, he did. It's been a long battle. Um, This whole process started back uh, Memorial Day weekend of 2010 um when i picked my truck up in uh, boise idaho and started heading to st louis with a load to deliver that following tuesday and i discovered that the truck hadn't been hadn't not been repaired properly and had discovered that i had an air leak and an oil leak in the turbo area and notified the company and um, told them that i would keep an eye on it and proceeded to st louis where we uh put the truck in the shop and cargo express uh out of boise idaho refused to fix the proper, do the proper repairs, even though it was recommended by uh, by Kenworth that they be done. And I was basically threatened that if I didn't drive the truck, it was inferred that I would probably be fired. When I subsequently got back to uh, Boise, Idaho, I was uh, that next Monday, I was fired. Um, and uh, Paul Taylor, my attorney out of uh, the Truckers Justice Center, uh, filed the necessary paperwork, and it's been a long haul, coming up on uh, almost three years now.
2: Yeah, and it's this uh, retaliation thing that we've been talking about for so long, and getting out there in articles and blogs and everything, and and drivers becoming more aware of it. And I think the the one of the legs you had to stand on was, um, I mean, the company said the main reason they terminated you was because you weren't you weren't meeting the um, required mileage you know uh weekly mileage or monthly mileage or whatever but that didn't kind of really stand up the way i understand it because there was other drivers that weren't meeting the same mileage either but yet they they weren't terminated is that right
4: that's correct there were a number of drivers that had uh, actually uh, more warning letters than i did Um, and it was kind of interesting the warning letters that i received were the months that my truck was in the shop uh, starting in january I uh, had a number of repeated repairs, and in fact, in the month of may uh the truck was down for about uh a total of about nine days total if i recall uh several days in Indianapolis several weeks earlier um with repairs to the transmission
2: <laughs> well, it's kind of hard to get the miles if the truck isn't running well, they, but exactly they can uh down. they can still appeal though right
4: yeah they have the they have the right to appeal. Um, in fact, I've already notif- uh, called on Tuesday afternoon, um, Cargo Express operations, um, and uh, expressed my interest in returning to come uh, p- returning to work. As part of the uh, the judge's decision was that I would uh, immediately be reinstated. So I've already contacted them, reporting for duty, and just explained to them that I'll probably need about two weeks to come on board,
2: and we're waiting
4: for them to respond in reference to when they want me to uh, to report.
2: Really? See, I mean that—that that would be the hard part for me, Don. I mean to—to to go through all this with a company and then uh, go back to work for them.
3: Well, I think they—it might work as a plus because I mean, no, they're not going to do it again. That's for sure. If that truck isn't isn't uh, safe to drive, and and TJ says, you know, I there's this or there's that or whatever it is, I don't think they're going to argue with them.
2: Well. well. I would hope not, but you know, Paul Paul Taylor, you know, over there at um, truckers uh, truckersjusticecenter dot com. I mean, this is what he specializes in, and so he's really uh, he's really been helping a lot of drivers out here lately. And his name's been getting out there really well. But this these are the kind of things uh, uh, truck lease disputes, uh, the DAC report. Uh, things such as this, as the retaliation measures and everything. I mean, this this is what he specializes in. So it's been a long haul, but, um, uh, I mean, so far it's worked out.
4: Yeah, Alan, it has. Um, you know, Paul, uh, this is exa- exactly what you said. This is what Paul specializes in. And the thing for drivers to remember is that they do have uh, protections under the STAA and under the whistle- federal whistleblower laws. Um, and that any time that they feel intimidated uh, by the company and uh, feel that they're being uh, retaliated against or they're being terminated uh, because they brought up uh, safety issue concerns, and it doesn't have to be an issue. Um, it can simply be um, the fact that um, it's a violation Um in fact Cargo Express's argument was that the truck was never put out of service so the truck was okay to drive. And it, that argument didn't hold water simply because uh the way that the laws is written the laws are written is that uh it just simply has to be a uh violation. And obviously an air leak and an oil leak on a on a big rig is a violation of the of the um uh FMCSRs. You know so that was the basis of our protection, and then um, Cargo Express tried to say that it was simply because I, my production was was down. Yet they didn't fire other drivers while I was working for them, and in fact there were drivers that had uh, lower miles than me that that weren't fired. So um, I, I, Don is absolutely right in reference to the the uh, the award. You know they they owed me a number of dollars in regards to uh, back wages and so forth. But there was also $25,000 in punitive damages awarded, um, and that's pretty much to say, Cargo Express, you'll, we do not want you an incentive for them not to do it again, and hopefully it's a big enough slap on the wrist that they won't uh, uh, do this again and that they'll straighten out their act in regards to protecting drivers and understanding that drivers um, that complain about the safety of their equipment aren't doing it, you know, They're doing it because they're professional drivers and doing it because they want to maintain safe equipment on the highway.
2: Well, yeah, now it's all such a big part of the CSA, but uh, how how big is that company? I mean, I'm just curious, um, how many trucks do they have? Do you know?
4: Uh, Approximately 105 trucks.
2: Um, Oh, okay. I I had a feeling they were small, so, yeah, they definitely are. Okay. All right. Well, uh, so so what happens from here? Well, um,
4: I'm just waiting to hear from Cargo Express on when they want me to report to work, um, and then we're just waiting for them to um, to pay the to pay the award. Um, if they want to appeal, I believe you know I'll, I'll let Paul handle that issue. Um, I think they have an appeal process, but. Uh, You know, it's just hard to say what the company will do. Um, They may just say, you know what, enough is enough, and they realize that they were wrong, and hopefully they'll just simply uh, pay the damages and allow me to come to work um, and go from there.
2: Yeah, well, I hope it all works out for you, and and congratulations on this. and, And, you know, Donna, we see this... I mean we we just see this almost on a daily basis through our emails and phone calls and uh so I mean you know things like this are going to have to start grabbing their attention I would think.
3: Well I think this is this is a, a just a, a big victory for drivers uh in general because many times drivers will drive uh equipment that that faulty equipment uh knowing that there's a a danger a safety danger, and b that they're going to be inspected, and then those are against their p s p uh not just the company and they're put in these situations they have such a fear of this retaliation um along with the um the the DAC report retaliation that goes on that it, it's really uh a very bad situation when when companies uh, operate like this. So this is a victory and should be an example for all the drivers out there who do feel pressured. Um, you know, if they say, hey, this is going on and, you know, I don't, I don't think I should drive it, drive the truck, um, and then they, you know, say, no, you, you need to go anyway, well, uh, you know, you don't have to. And if you do get fired because some of them are so petrified of losing their jobs um, with the economy the way it is, uh, so they go ahead. And then they wonder why uh, there's, you know, with CSA, CSA, all the problems with the PSPs, because many times drivers are put in situations uh, that compromise their PSP scores. So, you know, it's a whole... Whole big puzzle, uh, like we we always say, between the driver shortage and CSA, and um, and all this. So this is a big victory I see uh, for for TJ, and I congratulate you, and Paul. Um, we're thrilled to death for the two of you.
4: Well, thank you very much, Donna, and again, Alan and Donna. Thank you very much for the opportunity to be able to uh, to join you today and be able to share um, with our fellow drivers. Um, exactly what the recourses are for a driver. Um, the only thing that a driver needs to remember is that it can be a long haul. This is almost three years uh, from the time that it occurred to being vindicated and, and winning in this decision. And really want to thank a number of individuals, and especially uh, Paul Taylor, the, my attorney. Um, he stood by me this whole time, and I and, uh, really want to thank a lot of good friends who, who encouraged me to, to stick with it. And... Um, Luckily, another win for for the good guys.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's good. Well, listen, I appreciate you coming on and sharing your story a little bit. We'll uh, we're going to see you in October, aren't we?
4: <laughs> yes, you will. Um, we're again going to be a uh, we'll be a sponsor for the um, Jason Rivenberg Making a Difference Award um, at your convention, and I will definitely be there. Um, in fact, we may have some additional surprises coming down the road uh, very shortly.
3: Oh wonderful. I love surprises. And you're gonna to want to listen to the rest of the show because you being the sponsor for the Jason Rivenberg Making a Difference Award, Hope Rivenberg has some very exciting I mean, I'm I'm at the my my seat's edge over here, uh waiting for her to come on and um and announce her her uh her who she spoke to today. So and it all has to do Great. with um you know, what you're involved in also. Well,
2: fantastic
3: and
4: so, look forward. to I've got to jump off real quick to make a phone call, but I'll be back on in a few moments to listen to the rest of the program. And, again, Donna and Alan, thank you very much for the opportunity to share the story with everybody.
2: Oh, you bet, TJ. Appreciate it, and look forward to seeing you in October. And and, uh, I tell you what, I'm going to jump down here to Texas um, and then hope we're going to get to you because we're going to get into this uh, uh, truck parking issue here. But let's go to Texas, uh, area code 903. Uh, Go ahead. You're on the air.
5: Good evening, and I'm so glad Hope is going to be here, Um, and I'm really looking forward to working with her in this endeavor. I think it's just awesome. Donna and I talked about it, and I think it's really awesome, and also... uh, Sandy
3: Talbot, everybody.
5: Sorry. I thought everybody <laughs> knew who I was. Uh, Donna was with me at the listening session that they, the FMCSA held at the Mid-America Trucking uh, Show, and uh, I did do a presentation. And uh, prior to that um, listening session, I had the fortunate ability to spend a few minutes uh, privately with Ann Farrow, and we are opening a dialogue, and I'm I'm really really excited about all these things because we we so much need to educate our politicians. You know, they've gone to high school, gone to college, gone to Washington, and have no experience in the real world. And we just have to educate them, and to do that, we have to open a dialogue with our uh, our own politicians in our area, and then I'm going to try to get the committees and committee members that are on transportation and get those published so everybody has access to them and we need to communicate with them, and hopefully they'll be as nice as Anne Farrow and uh, offer us an open dialogue. And then also uh, was very fortunate that uh, the RSBB were due the 22nd of march but the 29th of march i received an invitation to the meeting they had this morning in washington dc from 9 to 12:30. but it was such short notice there was no way that i could go but at least it got us on the list so that we will be uh involved with those sorts of things too
3: well tell us a little bit about who was invited. Was it uh it was the Women's Truckers Network? Is that who the or was it to you personally? Was it you know just give us a little bit more info on that.
5: Okay, well actually I was the one that received the invitation and I think it was from the recommendation of Ann Farrow, but um I called my friend Desiree to help me, and fortunately we got immediate communication and they were really trying to get us in, but uh, at least it's as me being co-founder of Women Truckers Network, uh, we are on the list and will be notified from this time forward. So I was real happy with that. I I felt like I made made an accomplishment.
3: Well you have made quite a few accomplishments um uh sandy uh was really a feature in uh, challenge magazine uh part of the uh, pilot flying jays magazine and that was what in March or april issue which one was it sandy
5: it was in february's issue
3: oh okay time flies um <laughs> uh and uh, it was a really really great uh great article uh describing all that you're involved in with the women's truckers network and uh so forth and she also had a tremendous presentation over at mats at the listening sen- uh, uh session for cdl training and uh uh that was you know i got to read it prior to her uh to her presenting it uh to the panel but it was It was really hit the hit the nail on the head on many of the issues we have um I don't want to put you on the spot because I know it's hard to remember, but um what are some of the bullet points if you can remember that you brought up at that listening session?
5: Well, one of the things was that these training carriers are using these trainees as uh, team drivers and that and plus the fact that a lot of the monies that send these people to truck driver training school are from programs through the government, and there's no accountability uh, from these driving schools about how many drivers they're retaining. And I, this is just a ripoff to taxpayers and furthermore, they have to go to a driving school, somebody like myself with 34 years' experience. I can't take my own son and put him on the truck and train him. He has to go to one of these driving schools. So between the insurance companies and the driving schools, they've got it all tied up, and this needs to be accounted for.
3: Yeah. It was, a, it was really great, and there was a lot of other uh Really uh, wonderful presentations. People bringing up very similar points, and I thought it. I thought it was real a real eye, eye opener for many of the people on the panel. Although I'm sure they've, you know, in the recent months since they had their first listening session. Um, you know, they're becoming aware of the problems in the industry for CDL training standards. So, uh, it, it's a, that's another big victory. There's a lot of great things coming on. Um, I know we have um, Hope on the line, and I know she can't stay on too long. So, can you stay on, Sandy? Or you, uh... I'll,
5: I'll stay on. I'll stay and listen. And if you need me back, I'll be glad to come back. But please bring Hope on. She is such a joy okay <laughs>
2: all right thanks Sandy and you, you hear us talking about the women's truckers network and that's another great show here on blog talk radio so just go to BlogTalkRadio.com dot com and type in women's truckers network and you'll find it and you know our previous driver on here you know Mr. Graff on this cargo express uh, court decision uh, if you want to read more about that you can just google cargo express inc and it'll be the first thing to come up but uh, we'll grab uh, Hope Rivenberg, really a, really a pleasure to have her back on the show. So hi, Hope, how you doing?
6: Good, Alan, how are you?
2: I'm good, it's been a long time. And, and uh, you know, the last time I saw you, I saw you real quick at last year's convention, you were there, and then the old Hurricane Sandy, I believe it was, came blowing through, and I, I hope everything everything turned out okay there.
6: Yes, we were non-touched, so it was very good. <laughs>
3: It was just the airlines that kind of made. We lost half our people on that Sunday um, because everybody had to get out because flights were being canceled and and all like that. But uh,
6: we were nervous because we had a layover in Baltimore. Ah, uh, that's what made us nervous.
2: Oh well, wow. well I'm glad everything worked out and glad to have you back on the show and. You know, everybody uh, Everybody should know Hope Rivenberg by now from uh, Jason Rivenberg and the truck parking issues and Jason's law, and uh, Donna, why don't you just set the stage real quick for Hope? I mean, there's something new going on, something, something really big going on, and I'm going to be um, putting up another article uh, tonight after the show on Examiner and another one next week, but uh Donna just sets the stage here for Hope, and then we'll turn it over to Hope and let everybody know exactly what's, uh, what's going on here with this truck parking issue and what, what's coming up.
3: Well, like you had mentioned earlier, Alan, um, when we did our survey, truck parking came in number two, uh, most concerns for the uh, truck drive professional driver with wages and the shortage uh, coming in at number one. So uh, we had planned to have a speaker to discuss uh, truck parking and Jason's Law and where the funding was going and the DOT survey that is um, supposed to be going on as we speak. And anyway, it all kind of gelled because in the meantime, Hope was on her own uh, uh what would you call it, crusade, to find, you know, the funding, where's the funding, what's going on with the survey. So we hadn't even spoken yet. And then we learned that Hope's doing this, and we thought, wow, well, uh, let's see. I mean, it makes sense for, for Hope and her survey that she's doing to be uh, this part of this uh, convention and presentation. Well, <clears throat> with all that, um we had a conference call uh which uh, was myself and uh Desiree Wood, Hope and Andy Warcaba of um AirDoc and Warcaba Associates and uh we hope is going to be doing a a survey and it's going to be two part. We're going to put the survey up after we establish the questions. But right now she's working on a driver focus survey where drivers will do a 2 month study. It's more of a study than a survey. And uh, hold on, I got to get my my little puppy out of here. And <clears throat> what's What's going on now is um, we did put a newsletter out requesting drivers to be a part of this study. Uh, they would need to <clears throat> uh, jot down their parking situations, the time, where they are, what the what the conditions were like at, at that particular moment, because the idea is no one can do a survey of truck parking better than drivers, because... Of, Let's face it, DOT does a survey, they go in at 3 in the afternoon, the parking lot is empty, and they say, wow, there's plenty of parking up here in the Northeast. Um, you know, go back maybe an hour later, and it's not the case. So uh, Hope now has drivers signed up. I think there's you're getting a tremendous response in this, from what I understand hope, right, from the uh, newsletter that went out and the postings on Facebook?
6: Yes, I am. It's, it's really amazing.
3: <clears throat> and they're going to be a part of this study, and all the, the data for two months will be collected. They will be part of a once-a-week conference call um, if you know they have additional information. They'll also be taking videos and pics and whatever they can to... Uh, substantiate this study and it, it, it's going to be a pretty intense study so uh, it's, it's, the results I can't wait it's going to be very exciting and then we can compare them um, to DOT's study that's part one and part two like I said is the survey and that will be out next week and we ask um, uh, all professional drivers to take part in this survey when it comes out and that I'm sure we'll be out next week, and it'll be part two of another Examiner and Ask the Trucker uh, post. So um, we'll be putting all this out on the trucking forums, on other trucking blogs, and we just need to share this survey around. Our goal is 1,000. I personally think we can easily exceed that number of people taking this survey. Um, it just depends, you know, how, how much it goes viral.
2: Okay, and now one thing, Hope, um I mean, you know, you you know, you you worked so long and hard for Jason's Law, which made it through. Uh, so why why are you now? I mean, with Jason's Law passage and everything, why 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 this focused driver study and the survey? Why the why, why? What are your reasons for you know jumping on board now? You know, after you know Jason's Law has passed, anyway.
6: Because we need to find the trouble areas. They need to be fixed. It The bill may be passed, but in my opinion, it's not done.
3: Exactly. Because um, we've been saying that, you know, for a while. I mean, it's passed, and they're saying the states that need the funding um, will get it. They need to apply f- uh, for it. However, the um, DOT study is um, underway. And instead of relying uh, and waiting for the DOT study, um, Hope has decided to do her own study because, uh, it, you know, who's better than drivers to do it? So this this should really. Um, yeah, I mean,
2: I, I understand the reason totally. I'm just wanting to get. Right, the, I, oh, I know, I, I, I want know to, what you're doing. I'm you're wanting to get the explanation ex- out there. Because you know there's you know listeners thinking well you know we already have Jason's law why is there still a study going on for a truck park? so I'm just trying to you know lay the foundation as to oh, why. I know I mean I totally get it but and hope this has uh this has caught the attention of some people I mean so just tell us more where where are you at on it now where are you headed and uh, just uh we you know we'd like to hear from you now on uh on the survey and the study and your hopes and plans and just exactly where you're at on it right now.
6: Okay, right as of right now, I have gotten a tremendous response from the drivers wanting to participate in the study, which is great, and I'm asking all the drivers, please participate in the study. Um, As Donna said, it will go towards the presentation at the convention. However, today I received an email from the point person for the federal U.S.D.O.T., um, he wanted me to get, to make contact, and I called him, and I found out that he would like to hear from the drivers as well. He would like the results of our studies for them. Um, now the, the drivers have a voice on the federal USD DOT. Um, so I would like all of the drivers to really participate in this. You know, here's their chance to be heard once we get oh, all I the data collected. Oh, go
3: that they they reached out to you. Um do you happen to have that letter in front of you? Yep. Um I, I was just going to ask you, you know, to bullet point a little bit of what um what he what he know. I I did personally um read it, but just to let the everybody I know they're probably wondering, you know, who is he, what what's his title, what does he do? Do, do you um, have that in front of you? I don't.
6: His name is Tom Can you Tom say his Kearney. name? Tom Kearney. He's the okay. Free operators program, operations program, I'm sorry. Uh for FHWA truck parking program activities. And he just, oh, he, you know, he mentioned that he is he's hoping that we could work together um over Jason's law and he his job is actually in DC, but he works here in Albany and he he believes just like the rest of us that the drivers are the best ones to give the information they're the ones out there every
3: day well i just want to congratulate you on this effort again um I, you know and I'm, i i can't tell you what an inspiration you are to me and so many of the drivers out there uh going this extra step because it would have been very easy to say well DOT has to do the study now Jason's law passed and we'll just leave it at that and to, to go this extra step because this I don't know if people realize you know how much work and effort this is going to involve to collect data to this extent from however many drivers respond to this focus group um and but I, I just want to thank you personally, and I know there's a lot of other people that are listening that feel the exact same way, and um, it inspires everybody else to to do more. So this is going to be a, a, a tremendous study, and when, when we get the survey out, uh, the results of that are just going to support everything in the focused driver group study. So um you know thank you again um you know I really appreciate I think uh Desirée is uh putting a lot of effort into this also. So I want to thank her personally for this and um Andy is going to be taking all these results um and turning them into a, a meaningful and and way to present this at the at the convention. So uh, I just thank everybody for this effort, and uh, I know it's 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 going to be really a tremendous presentation. I'm so excited over it, um, and I look forward to seeing you again. Hope. <laughs>
6: yes, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing you again, Dada. Hopefully longer this time.
3: <laughs> I hope so. I know you kind of ran had to run off with the with the rest of the crew on that Sunday, but um, no, we won't we won't have that happen two times in a row. I'm sure. Um, so, anyway, we'll we'll just keep in contact with um, Tom Kearney is the name. What is he, with the Federal Highway? Yes, Federal okay. Highway
6: Administration in the U.S. DOT.
3: And you had mentioned that uh, he might be coming to the convention as well to answer questions and uh, things like that. Is that correct?
6: Yes, I had asked him if he'd be interested in coming to the convention, you know, to answer the driver's questions about, the jason's law, the studies, the this and that, and he said as long as his schedule would allow, he would be more than happy to.
3: Okay, wonderful, because I know um, Congressman Tonko, um, we're waiting on a reply for him to be attending uh, also, and should there be something going on in either New York State and Albany or Washington at that time, at the very least he will be sending over a video message regarding all this. So we have a, a lot of support and uh, and people you know right behind you from government to drivers uh, to everybody this this is such an important issue for for over 20 years truck driver parking uh has been a serious serious issue and i remember a show we had with um Lucinda Coulter i believe is that her name I, i'm sorry if i yeah. meant mm-hmm. uh uh-huh. and she had done this Study and uh, Desiree had reminded me of this the other night when I was speaking with her, and she had done this study about truck parking. And the thing people don't realize is it's actually getting worse because of the rest areas closing, um, the, the funding, uh, state funding, you know, just down the tubes and so it's really it's really a bad uh, situation. So Jason's law is passed. The funding is there. Uh, the survey is going on, and you know we're we're going to make sure it all happens.
6: Yes, we are. <laughs>
3: I know, and I know you're not going to give up. I know when people were telling you, you know, oh, forget it, it'll never happen. You know, that's all they had to say to you.
6: (laughs) Yes, and in fact, this gentleman and I, like, right off the bat, he's like, I'm not trying to discourage you or anything. I said, that's probably a good thing because discouraging me is not going to help you. I'm going to continue on.
5: Uh, And he said, nope,
6: that is not at all what I want to do.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't know you yet, okay. <laughs> um, you know, this is not just for ch- truck parking, but this is also for um, for safe truck parking. And um, I, I want to, and this has to do with uh, a lot of this, with Jason's law and everything. There was a, um, a Qualcomm message that a gentleman on Facebook, Stephen Weber, took a photo of. And I want to read it to everyone. And I believe, and I don't quote me, I think it's from Knights Transportation, but I'm not 100% sure. But it said on his Qualcomm, drivers, do not use any truck stop in Dallas, Texas area. They are unsafe. There have been two drivers beaten to death in the past month and in parentheses it says not night drivers, which makes me believe that, the, yeah. that he was with night transportation
0: mm-hmm.
3: um, who was also at the convention there last year. This is exactly why we built the Dallas facility. Please, please pass this to all driving associates to stay out of the truck stops and come to the terminal. So, um, th- this is another problem that the truck stops are having, as far as uh, as safety, security, and it's it's just um, you know it's not drivers who who are causing any of this. It's just society and the world we live in. So
2: yeah, so that just goes to show. I mean, just because there's uh, truck stops down the road with parking, it doesn't it doesn't mean it's safe parking, and that's what this whole survey and driver study and everything that. You're doing hope. Uh, that's all that encompasses all of that.
6: Yes, I mean, if, if a driver's pulling into some place that they feel is completely safe, note that. Let us know. You know, they had it was lit up very well. It, um, it had a security gate around it, or it was just a horrible place. You know, what was its fault? It was dark. It was dingy. It was whatever.
2: Well, I mean, this this is a huge project. You know, I, I'm not sure if people are really grasping. How huge this is! It's going to go on for uh, at least two months, and like Donna said, we'll put the uh, survey out. And uh, uh, the sur—I thought there was already a survey, Donna, or was that just an information page to oh, that was out?
3: The, um the conference call? We have to. We're going to have a conference call on Saturday, <clears throat> and I—I I know you won't be here for it because you're going to be driving, but. We're going to talk about uh, the survey and fine tune the questions on the survey, and uh, talk about that. And then we'll have that out by next week um, when when you have your day off Tuesday. You know, this way you can you can look it over and you know add to it or you know take away or whatever. So we can we can get this really defined to have the most information absorbed from this survey from drivers uh... as possible
2: well hope i'll be putting up a uh, another examiner article uh... probably won't publish it till tomorrow but i'll be giving them your contact information and uh, i'm sure it will make a uh, first page of google news so you'll probably see uh... more activity from that and then next week when we uh... release the uh... survey uh... that'll be another article so we're probably going to help you along here the best we can have you hopping over there
6: that is excellent alan thank you so much
3: and let's can can we give out your email now for other drivers who want to be a part of this study um is that that's okay yes it's hope dot rivenberg at gmail.com and i'll spell it hope h-o-p-e dot Rivenberg. That's R I V E N B U R G at Gmail dot com. And we'll we'll be posting um the link to the newsletter. I think I think someone in Women Trekkers has already posted it in the chat room. So if you're on the chat room, you can just click on the link and get all the information. But we're going to be putting that out again. And like Ellen said, um, he, he's been doing quite a few articles on the Tampa Bay Examiner, so he'll put it out. And and if you want to be a part of this, you know, just contact her. And um, hope I hope you can handle all this data that's going to be coming in. You're going to become a research specialist. <laughs>
6: I will, but that's okay. <laughs> I'll
2: take it. All right. Well, Hope, thanks. I appreciate you coming on, and I'll be getting those articles up, and I'm, I'm sure Donna will be uh, keeping in touch with you, and uh, uh, we'll kind of help you get, help the best we can to get this thing rolling. It's it's just a – I kind of sit back and look at it and go, boy, this is a huge project, but you're jumping on it. And, you know, we can't forget, you know, also you mentioned uh, Donna, Andy Wakaba over at Wakaba Associates, so – I guess Hope and Andy will be uh, collecting this data, putting it all together, and presenting it together at the convention. Right?
3: That's correct.
2: And, and it amazes me, Hope, that a, a top DOT official—I uh, guess he heard wind through this uh, through the social media, and that's how he uh, he contacted you. And and uh, that kind of had to probably had to blow you over when he contacted you, wanting to wanting the uh, wanting to go along with this survey, huh?
6: it did i was like oh my god <laughs> wow it definitely took me back i was very surprised and very excited
3: yeah it is exciting it's exciting because you know um it, people working together uh for a common cause and you know they probably are thrilled to get driver response i mean oh yeah i would think <laughs> you know because let's face it uh, who the drivers are more apt to respond to our survey, Hope survey, um, than, you know, a DOT survey and that's just the facts. Um Well you
2: know, another aspect of that too is I mean the DOT doesn't really have the manpower to do this survey that the uh you know government is calling them to do calling them for to do anyway. I mean they can do it but not so much, you know, the the capacity that they really need to so
3: well look at us i mean they have a bigger a bigger manpower than we do all of us i mean Hope's there with um with her uh uh, three children and you know there's we have our conference call with us and and desiree on and the drivers and then of course she has a lot of support from the members in her group and we have support for the members in our group but um,
2: well, you're just making an attestment for social media. There you go with social media again.
3: Absolutely. I mean, I mean drivers have a lot of passion behind this. So um, th- this just just came out a few days ago, and yeah, it's just in, getting started. In in just three days, she's got a ton of emails of people wanting to be a part of this study, and it's not even out there. Uh, so. Uh, I I I just think that it's mostly because of drivers responding to hope for what she's done and the belief in the data that comes back is, is going to be real. I think that's a big part of it also.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll stay in touch, Hope, and stay in touch with Donna. I know you will, so we're looking forward to it. We'll help you the best we can and um, just... Uh, Getting your crusade out there again. We appreciate everything you do.
6: Well, thank you guys for having me on the show, and thanks for helping getting that out there.
2: All right, thanks. Um, yeah, I'm going to be really curious on this, Don. I mean, because you said, uh, I mean, you're wanting at least a thousand drivers. I mean, I don't think that's going to be any problem at all for this uh, survey input.
3: Oh no, I. You know, I mean, it sounds like a lot, but it's really not because once it gets spread around. Uh, a thousand, uh, a thousand people answering this survey is really is really not a lot, but it is a good sample number to create a valid, a valid survey. It, it would represent um, a big, a large portion of the drivers uh, out there. So, we're saying at least a thousand could be more. Um, we'll just wait and see.
2: Yeah, I want to give um, Sandy still holding on here. Sandy, I just wanted to give you a a chance if you had any more comments or anything, because, I mean, your your hand is still up. I don't know if you're, you're just listening or wanting to talk, so I wanted to give you an opportunity if you want to jump in here.
5: Well, I, I, the only other thing I have to add, Alan, this is just proof that social media and opening these lines of communication, we've been taught for so long that if we believed in a cause, we joined a group that was supporting that cause and gave support to whoever their uh, representatives were, their lobbyists. And uh, it seems to me like that that situation has gone awry, and I think now that we we realize that we must make that effort and do that communication. Uh, and I, I think it's just a of it.
2: Oh, I think it's absolutely proof of, of the social media, too. Is like Donna mentioned before the show, you know, you never know who is listening and who is watching. And, I mean, this is just proof. You know, you have Hope Rivenberg up there in New York, and she puts out something on wanting to do a survey for the truck parking, and the next thing you know, uh, a top official with a DOT is contacting her. So uh, they're watching and they're listening, and uh, another great aspect of that is that is that they're You know, Donna, I think they're sincerely interested. I mean, he really wanted to – I mean, even the fact that he's considering even coming to the convention says something.
3: Well, absolutely. I think that survey might have been, you know, a little intimidating for them because uh, if they don't get feedback from drivers, what are they going to – you know, what's the criteria going to be for their survey, just going around counting spots? I mean, you know, how, how valid is that? So I, I think this kind of input um, that that Hope will be receiving is really valid input. I mean, it's not skewed. It's nothing. It's because we're passionate. We're all passionate about the cause, uh, especially her. So there's no question in drivers' minds about the validity of the survey, the results, or anything like that. And I think that's a plus, you know, that's good for them that that they're getting honest information and feedback. Otherwise, I don't know where they were, who was going to be conducting this survey, and how it was going to be done. Really, just counting spaces isn't going to cut it. Well, I
2: mean, you made a good point, and thanks, Sandy. I appreciate it. The um, I think one way they do is, and I think they do it a lot, is that you know they'll they'll go into the truck stops or the rest areas. At you know 11 a.m. when it's basically empty, but they're not there at eight, nine, ten o'clock at night when they're lined up out the street. So I mean, this survey with drivers and hearing from drivers, and I think they want to hear from drivers. I mean, it's like you said, who knows best, the drivers. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a huge project, but um, Hope's definitely the one to get it done. And and you know Andy Wakaba at uh, Wakaba Associates. I mean, this is what he does. He builds rest areas. I mean, this is his thing. So, I mean, who's better to uh, to help into this, you know?
3: Yeah. It, uh, he Well, see, he's been a supporter of Jason's Law, uh, you know, from the beginning. And he's been on uh, many of our shows. He's been on every show that Congressman Tonko has come on with us. Um, so th- this is something dear to his heart, too. So, you know, the people all involved in this, you know, have, have, been, have had a, a true concern for the issue from the conception, um, starting with, with Hope, Congressman Tonko, and everyone, everyone involved. So I, I, I think, the like I said, the validity of the data that's going to be collected is really going is going to just be a very impressive uh presentation it's going to tell a real story so that's why I'm pretty excited about it I know Hope is is very excited and again thanks Hope I, I you know I know I keep saying that but um it's really from my heart I really appreciate everything she does
2: Yeah and we're going to be putting together the questions for the survey that's going to be released next week uh who else is I mean is Andy yes. others going to be and putting the input because I mean he builds these places he he constructs them so uh, he can probably have a, more questions well, know, we're all, fit the survey.
3: We're going to put it all together okay. and um, kind of hash it out. Um, Desiree's involved, like I said and uh and <laughs>
2: Desiree's involved in everything so. i know <laughs> uh, she's a she's a trooper boy i mean you know wherever the wherever the news
3: is she's there i know and she's pretty you know this is something close she's been on jason's law since the beginning also oh yeah this is uh nothing new for her no and uh <clears throat> anyway so what we planned on was um after we get the questions and then you have a day off Tuesday for you to look it over, review it, add, you know, add to it or, or put your two cents in. And then, you know, when you're when you ready to write the article, you know, we can go over everything and have a final survey to put out. But, you know, we just want to make sure that what we collect can bring in the most, um, how could I put it, you know. Most responses. Well, the most, re- re- the responses are valid and
2: uh, most accurate data really
3: the data the data really can tell the story of what's going on
2: yeah well i'll get the uh Uh, uh, the uh, examiner article won't be published till tomorrow i'll get it ready tonight so that's going to push it some more and then when we have the survey all tweaked and ready to go just like how everybody wants it uh that'll be uh that'll be published too and then it's after that, it should it should be a pretty hot topic and flying all over the place. So I don't think she's going to have any trouble getting the data that she needs.
3: I, I don't either. I don't. I, I remember your lease survey um, that went out and that easily. I, mean, I don't remember. I know you got a huge response off of that. Yeah, it was over three thousand. Oh, so there you go. If we got three thousand on a lease survey. Um, collecting a thousand you know isn't isn't going to be that difficult on a topic that is dear to everybody's heart.
2: Yeah, so so there's some big news big news going on, you know, uh Mr. Graf and uh his win uh under the Surface Transportation Assistance Act that, you know, that again proves evidence that drivers do have rights and um they can only exercise those rights if they stand up on them and everything and again, you know, big thanks to attorney Paul Taylor. Out there fighting for truckers' rights and um, Hope Rivenberg and Andy and Desiree, everybody involved in this uh, uh, new survey for truck driving parking, and it's going to be uh, presented at the Trucking Social Media Convention on October. So, uh, you, you know, you may look at Facebook and some of these things and you know, well, there's not much going on, but more well, behind the scenes, it's hopping.
3: Yeah, that's, you know, it, and like you said before, they've changed Facebook. So you really can't see um, everybody's page of what's going on. I mean, you literally have to go to different pages to see what's going on. I remember, you know, a few months ago, you'd go to your home page and you could see pretty much a picture of what was going on. And it's not the case. And I don't know what we're doing wrong that we can't see it. But um, you you just have to put a lot more effort to see see what everybody's talking about. But...
2: um, well, but you still have Twitter, you have LinkedIn, and you know, I mean, there's so many other things. So, I mean, you know, I, j- I just go back to the fact that you know there's hope, and she puts this, she just puts a little tidbit out about this, and she has the uh, the DOT contacting her, so the- it's still out there.
3: Oh yeah, no, <laughs> for sure. I mean, and they're probably really thrilled that she's doing this because it's going to make their job a lot. Um, oh yeah, a lot easier. I'm sure so.
2: All right. Well, listen, sounds good. We'll take a quick break, be back, and we'll wrap up this uh, broadcast of uh, Truth About Trucking Live. Be right back.
1: There's a lot of copycats out there, but you know there's only one. Truth About Trucking Live. Don't go anywhere. Alan will be right back.
2: Hey, thanks again for listening to Truth About Trucking Live, and I want to tell you about XRS Corporation and how they're leading the way for the industry's mobile technology. XRS puts the power to improve every aspect of trucking in the hands of the ones who matter the most, the drivers. Named to honor the natural evolution of Zada, their previous name, and Road Science, their ongoing business focus, XRS is a company and a breakthrough mobile technology platform dedicated to alleviating the increasing demands on drivers drivers, owner-operators, and fleet managers. XRS is leading the trucking industry's migration to mobile devices for collecting and analyzing compliance and management data. Through XRS, fleet managers, owners, and drivers can collect, sort, view, and analyze data to help lower costs, increase safety, attain compliance with governmental regulations, and improve customer satisfaction all through their mobile devices. Their simple plug-and-play solution eliminates costly equipment purchases, installation, and training by delivering intuitive cloud-based technology built directly through all major wireless carriers to virtually any mobile device. For more information, visit them at xrscorp.com, and you can also find them on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, XRS Corporation, dedicated to making the life of the driver easier. Learn more about their breakthrough mobile technology platform. Check them out at xrs. Corp.com Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Truth About Trucking Live on Blog Talk Radio. I hear from a lot of newcomers to the industry who still have that entrepreneur spirit that has made the United States of America the great country that she is. And many of them still have one goal in mind, and that is to someday have their own rig and become an owner-operator. Truth About Trucking Live is all about providing honest, reliable information about the OTR trucking industry, especially for those just beginning their truck driving careers. Running your own trucking business is part of the entrepreneurial spirit that has kept America moving since trucking were first used by the military in World War I. If you're considering starting your own owner-off business, there's only one name that you need to know, Lone Mountain Truck Leasing. LoneMountainTruck.com offers the best lease purchase plans in the industry. There's no huge balloon payment at the end, and when you make that final monthly payment, they hand over the title, the truck is yours. They require a very reasonable down payment, and the monthly payments are kept at an affordable $1,000 per month and sometimes even less. A great inventory to choose from, including Peterbilt's, Volvo's, International's, and Freightliners. And all of their trucks are mechanically checked out, dependable, and ready to go to work. And unlike trucking company leases, if you choose to change motor carriers, the truck goes with you. It's your truck. Check them out at LoneMountainTruck.com or give them a call toll-free, 866-512-5685. LoneMountainTruck.com, the honest guys for the sweet lease deals. LoneMountainTruck.com. I'm
0: just trying to make a living running the road Loving my family from a cell phone Nobody understands, can't get no helping hand Lord have mercy on the, the trucking brain.
1: You're listening to Truth About Trucking live on Blog Talk Radio. Now, back to the show.
2: All right. Well, Donna, we talked about a lot of things. I don't know. I, I didn't even get a chance to talk to you before the show. I mean, did you have any uh, announcements or anything?
3: Well, I want to. I want to announce um, our speakers at the convention. Everybody knows that um, Hope is going to be presenting on truck parking uh, and Jason's Law, um, along with uh, Andy Warcaba. Um We'll also have Pete Thomas who was the biggest loser uh, on NBC's show. I got to meet him uh, at Matt's. And for anybody who wants to know, he's very tall and thin. He's going to be talking about health and fitness. Um, He's on Facebook if you want to look up his page. Um we also have uh Jeff Barker who writes for uh Landline. He's going to be discussing truck driver wages, uh, and kind of connecting the driver shortage and a few other things, uh, but that's his topic. Uh Jim Bouchard um is going to be talking on social media and success using social media and that is in regards to whether you're a driver uh, a company a blog uh whatever you are it's think like a black belt is uh his website thinklikeablackbelt.org and you can read more about him but he's uh a quite an impressive character um our website uh should be completed uh pretty soon I'm going to say within the next uh week or so um, as everyone knows, uh, Pilot is redoing our website for us. They are a presenting sponsor this year for the third annual Truck Driver Social Media Convention. Our special guests this year we're thrilled to death uh, to have Richard Wilson uh, back with us. He has been a presenting speaker the last two years, um, uh, quite a supporter for the convention. Um, he's present- his, his presentations have been very powerful. Uh, on regulations, CDL training, the shortage, and he was able last year to connect quite a few dots. Um, This year he's going to be there um, and have a booth With uh, his regulations, uh, manuals, and anybody who has any kinds of questions regarding CSA or their PSB, they can be sure that he's always willing uh, to help drivers. Also there this year will be Kyla Lieberg. Again, her third year, last year, she was a presenter at the convention to speak about truckers against trafficking and the tremendous work they're doing in this industry. Um, Trucker Charity and Operation Roger will also uh, be there. So far, our sponsors... uh, Oh, I just want to mention, by the way, that we do have the top three nominees for the Jason Rivenberg Making a Difference Award. And they are Richard Wilson of Trans Products, Randall Doan of the Deaf Truckers United Group, and Kathy Cass of the Truckers Advice page on Facebook. So those were the three nominees um, we'll be voting on. Uh, Voting has already started. We have the link out on Facebook, and we will be putting a link up on Ask the Trucker also. Yes, Trucker dot com, and I think we can put a link up on the trucking social media because they they just give us like a code and you just insert the code code on any web page that you want. So we can we can post that and make it real easy for people in case they're not on Twitter or Facebook. Um, our sponsors so far this year are Pilot Flying J, Lone Mountain Truck Leasing, Cobra Electronics, uh, Transport Watch, Real Women in Trucking. Lake Cumberland CDL Training School, and Truck Driver Money Saving Tips. We've got about um, five or six more um, pledges going through, um, so we'll probably be able to announce them either next week or the week after. And uh, we have an early bird ticket special uh, up until April 15th. You can save $20 off your ticket. You go to truckingsocialmedia.com, just click on the early bird special, and uh, get your tickets, save $20. Uh, the tickets this year are $99, again, with the $20 savings, it brings it down to 79 And you have all your meals for that Friday evening. Uh, there's quite an ex- extravaganza going on uh, at Harris Voodoo Lounge. Anybody who was there last year uh, can tell you that the food was unbelievable. Um, And then you have Saturday and Sunday buffets, plus your um, tickets include your truck parking, prizes for CDL holders, and your entry for the Pride in Your Ride Truck Contest.
0: Sorry.
3: Um, So just go to www.truckingsocialmedia.com. Yeah,
2: and um and that's just the beginning because we're working on a lot of other things that we're just kind of still putting together.
3: Oh yeah, this is kind of like, you know, the be- the beginning works of it and you know, if you there's a sign up page actually on that truckingsocialmedia.com page and if you just put your email address in there You'll get updates on um, uh, what's you know what's new with the convention. Um, what's surpri- We we have a couple of surprises in store uh, that we haven't announced yet. So, but if you sign up, you'll get it right to your email. Everything that's going on with the convention, and um, I think uh, I think you're going to be pretty pleased. Uh, with everything and and like Hope said, I mean, just her presentation alone has gotten the attention of um, DOT, and we're really excited to be speaking with Congressman Tonko's office. Uh, and hopefully, you know, he'll be able to make it also. But believe me, you know, if if he does, it, it will be an announcement in the newsletter.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a big presentation. So a lot of good things cooking. So uh, is that is that
3: what you had? Um, that's pretty much, pretty much it, Alan. Um, okay. I think until we get the, the website uh, completely designed and up, um, you know, because that's pretty self-explanatory. When all that's up, uh, you know, we'll have all the topics and the announcements and the bios of all the speakers and everything like we did last year. People are pretty familiar with how the, the website works. So yeah,
2: and yeah, it's still April, but I mean,
3: you're you're with.
2: Uh pilot flying J on that maybe what another week or so you think
3: that's what i'm thinking yeah we've we've uh sent over you know everything they needed and then you have to tweak it and like that so i'm thinking about another week or two okay really appreciate you know everything they're doing also so we're thrilled to death
2: all right sounds good well listen thanks for tuning in all those on the lines here still appreciate it and uh those in the chat room and we'll catch you next time we'll leave you with uh Tony Justice, a fellow truck driver, TonyJusticeMusic.com if you want to check out his CDs, and uh, we'll leave you with Peterbilt 379, a great song, so we'll catch you next time for Truth About Trucking Live. I'm Alan Smith. Drive safe, and thanks for listening. i got two
0: log books, I've got records, Son of Peter bill, 379 Got the wind in my hair And the hammer down I'm 1200 miles From the guitar town Come a rain or shine In my suit, do sign up Get you there, my Peter